What's good? What's good? I'm Matthew Simon, and I think Clay Thompson is a worse version of Victor Oladipo. Ooh, wow. Wow, I'm supposed to follow this. Hi, I'm Leif, and I'm not dumb. Um, and I think that Kelly Oubre and Zach Levine are going to be a very big part of the NBA's future. You really just said that? Are you hey, insulting my twin? Is the you, you are, you sports podcast. You are, you are insulting my twin right now. How dare you? Listen, man, I think defense no, is more No, 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 Clay can shoot better, but defense wins Victor championships. Victor Oladipo is a better defender. Yeah. Okay. Hit him at first team on defense. You have just, you have just lost all your credibility with me. Victor Oladipo, first team on defense, my guy. There was not too much credibility in the first place. Wow. But wait, hold on. Kelly Uber, well, Kelly Oubre and Zach Levine. So we have the sixth man on the Suns. He's not the sixth man anymore. The team is around him. That's that's probably the point. Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. Anyways. Um, so the sixth man on the Suns and a guy that robbed a slam dunk contest are the future of the NBA. <clears throat> yes, because have you even seen them play basketball? Once or twice. So so uh, for me, Kelly Oubre is just a six foot seven, six foot eight, super talented swingman. Like, this man will dunk on you and then fuck your girlfriend in front of you. Just gonna say it. I mean, like, like, I would love him. I understand. Yeah. And Zach Levine, like, you know, he's just, look, he got a shot. He can drive. He's very athletic. He can rebound and he can defend. Zach Levine, he unfortunately gets stuck in a bubble that we placed him in as, as basketball fans. That... He can never ever get out of like the dunker. Like he he can be he's basically like Vince Carter. Like everyone knows that Vince Carter is a bad motherfucker, bro. Everyone knows For that sure. Vince Carter. Vince Carter is that dude. Like Vince Carter can he's got a great shot, can drive, he got a great handle, but like what do you associate Vince Carter with? Being the greatest dunker of all time. Right now it's actually debatable with Zach Levine, but that's beside the point. You know, you're but just yeah, like we just we're just in situation in a situation right now where we cast Zach Levine into that role that he's just he might not get out of, which makes me kind of sad because he's a very very talented basketball player. He's got a great shot, great handle. He he's a very great playmaker. I mean, I get it, but at the same at, time, at I six, feel like at six foot six playing the one two, that's just that's insane for sure. But I think he doesn't do anything at that height that he couldn't do at six three. Like he doesn't ha- he doesn't play like a Ben Simmons guard. He doesn't use his size size to his advantage. I mean, he's already twenty five, late, and he's That's... what? How many games have the Bulls? What was the best seeding the Bulls have finished during his time on the team? What's the, the best night seed? Who, who did he have with him? It doesn't matter. Lori Markin is a bucket, bro. Work done. Come on. Lori Markin was hurt. And? And? How many teams? How many? Who does Giannis play with? How many? How many points is he scoring on the bench? Who does Giannis play with? Chris Middleton, All Star. (laughs) Brooke Lopez. 
Okay. So you pointed out two players, Laurie Market and Lord Dunn. Those are two equally talented players that are on the Bulls. You're really going to tell. Wow. You're really yeah. going to insult Chris Milton like that, too? Yeah, I am. Jesus Christ. Chris Mil- are Chris Milton and Brooke Lopez not enough for you? No, they're not. I don't think that I don't think they're any better than what Zach Levine's working with. You're telling me that Eric Bledsoe doesn't count? No, Eric Bledsoe absolutely not. Eric Bledsoe is trash. And Eric garbage. Bledsoe, Eric Bledsoe is better than Mario Chalmers, and Mario Chalmers was a part of the quote unquote big four. That's fine. I mean. But no, that doesn't matter. Bledsoe's garbage. Jesus Christ. Bledsoe Bledsoe was great maybe when we were playing two K twelve. What is up your ass today? Okay, that's wow. Yeah, garbage. So, so you know, you know who? Uh, you know what I will say about Eric Bledsoe though? If Eric Bledsoe played in the sixties or seventies, do you think he would be a dominant player? I'm gonna quote my great friend Salim right now, who says hi, by the way. Oh, tell um, Salim what's up, good dude. Yeah. What's good, Salim? I know you're listening. I hope you were my one other listener besides me. And. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, so I'm going to quote Salim. If Eric Bledsoe, that's the conversation me and him had. If Eric Bledsoe played in the 60s, they would definitely burn him at the stake. <laughs> um, okay. So be it. Like, if, with, with all due disrespect to Bob Cousy, you know. <laughs> of course. And, 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 you know. You know what? Ron, I'll make the claim right now. Fuck Bob Cousy. And, and you know, like, Ron, the milkman, and, and David, the guy that works at the toothpaste factory that, you know, plays that plays basketball for fun in the NBA. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say, like... So a weekend side project. Yeah, like, just, you know, some, you know, some people go to LA Fitness, some people play in the NBA, period. <laughs> That's... That's- a hundred percent a true statement that you just said. You're correct. Some people do play at LA Fitness and some people do play in the NBA. There's not much I can argue with there. Yeah, but in the sixties, you know, like it's it's kind of an either or. Like okay. you, know, you can yeah. If you have free time to like, you know, leave for like a weekend, like you know, maybe call out of your toothpaste factory job. For a little while. Or 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 just have someone cover you at the milk route. Hey, you know what? I'll be honest, though. I think Toothpaste Joe would lock up Eric Bledsoe. Ooh, bars. Ooh. His name was Toothpaste David. Keep up. Oh, wow. <laughs> Toothpaste David doesn't ride with Eric Bledsoe. Yeah, it's not. Okay. Right. So I truly believe that right now with the current level of athleticism that we find in the NBA, okay. um, it's really hard to compare errors. Which I'll agree with. Because there are some great players in different eras, like for example, Wilt. I feel like Wilt would definitely be great. Like he would be a Shaq type player, but he's not. He's oh not yeah, Wilt. I think I think it's pretty well established that Wilt would be not, Wilt would be Wilt in any era. Jerry, Jerry West wouldn't be like Jerry West himself said that he he's too slow to for the current NBA. For sure. He's like you know maybe Pistol Pete, maybe. Fair enough. Maybe he would be okay this era. I don't think like, he would be Pistol Pete. I think he would just be right. He'd just be Peter. <laughs> Peter okay, Mary. so if you think Eric Bledsoe would 
be quote burned at the stake for I, his basketball I, I, ability. I feel like Eric Bledsoe like is actually not a fair argument. Like Eric Bledsoe is a good NBA player. If Eric you think Bledsoe Eric Bledsoe would play well, who do you think the worst player that would dominate is? Tyler Johnson. You think <laughs> Tyler Johnson would be like back to back MVP in nineteen sixty eight. Like Tyler Johnson will dunk on you and then take your girlfriend to the drive in diner. Oh, is that before or after she goes on her date with Kelly Oubre? <laughs> do they like do they do, is it like once for lunch and once for dinner? Basically, yeah. Does Shaq come in and buy them both out for like the club night out afterwards? (laughs) Bro, I was gonna say like Kyle Kuzma. Like, I think Kuzma's. I don't think Kyle Kuzma's a good basketball player. What is up your ass today? I I, that late. That's not a today thing. I've said that for a long time. I said after his rookie season that if the Lakers could trade you, Kyle you, Kuzma, you do you do, the, you do remember the conversation that me and you had during that first Laker game? Remember when when we watched? Lonzo, For sure. Like when like when Patrick Beverly was just a jerk to Lonzo, just hurt his feelings. Like honestly, hurt my feelings. I I, I did not like watching that game because I knew Lonzo was so much better than that. It's like yeah. watching. It was like watching the beginning of Bambi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was I was like, oh no, like come on. Like Kyle Kuzma is a good basketball player, he just has to get out of his head and Bro, Kuzma was twenty four as a rookie. I said after his rookie season, if the Lakers could trade him for like a mid twenties first, they should look, move. Look, him. look, look, look. All I'ma say is all I'ma say is he was probably giving that solid, you know. <laughs> giving the GD bus, right. Yeah, he, he he was definitely taking care of Jeannie Bus to where she traded him. Um, she traded Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, and Lonzo, and kept him. Like when you trade Brandon Ingram, right? If you trade Brandon freaking Ingram, that's the minute it had to be done. I think I don't think the Lakers look back on that. I think that the Lakers absolutely would rock and roll with that trade. I don't think they have any problem with that looking back now. Eh, I'm, I, I actually would have kept. I, I actually would have kept a different player. Like I would have kept Brandon Ingram. Who would you have put in instead? Who's? I, I if I'm New Orleans, I don't pull the trigger. I don't want Kuz. On paper, last year, Cruz was just as good as Brandon Ingram. On paper. I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter. It was, it was such a surprise how he was. Bro, but look look, look at the amount of growth these, that they could have in their game. Brandon Ingram may very well potentially become the next KD. What does Cruz have, bro? Yeah, but... Cruz is like, yeah, I'll be the bro, next bro. great Thaddeus Young. Like, bro, bro, Brandon Ingram was not doing that last year. Like, he just... This was a surprise. That's fine, but look what New Orleans got. It was a surprise. Like we didn't didn't know that. We've known that since he played with D'Angelo Russell. What do you mean? I, if I'm New Orleans and you offer me Lonzo Hart and Kuzma, I'm turning you down. I don't I'm want. Taking it. I'm taking it. I don't it. want. It. I'm taking it. JJ Redick. They had Drew Holiday. They still have Drew Holiday. For sure. Which He's a fantastic player. I mean, I guess. Um, 
Yeah, uh, Drew Holiday's a good player. I always think back to, like, Sixers Drew Holiday, and I'm always sort of like, yeah. But he's made himself he's made himself a good stay in New Orleans. J.J. Reddick's the biggest bust of all time, but, well, one of the biggest busts of all time. But I, top, but I, don't, I don't like you today. You don't like me any day. That's true. Yeah. Now, you can't do what you did in college and then come to the pros and be a good role player. Like, you can't just roll up and casually be Kyle Korver for the entirety of your career. That just doesn't work super well. So, have you ever heard the story with Kyle Korver? Like, how he got um, traded for a copier? I did not. You really don't know about that? I do not. Fill me in. So, whoever drafted him, I forgot. I don't think it was... I think Philly, like, got traded for him but whoever drafted him um actually traded him for a quote-unquote cash consideration the tj warren special i like it yeah um cash consideration and that cash consideration was later it was confirmed to be for a copier that's gotta hurt hey that's gotta drive you the rest of your career though you're, you're talking about the same cal corver that was on the 60-something win Atlanta Hawks and was literally so awesome. Kyle Corver's not that good either. Huh? Kyle Corver's not that good either. Are you serious? Yeah, I don't... I, I don't so, if so your game someone, is someone, to just hop someone, in for 20... For someone, for you someone know. Dropped, for some, do you know how old this guy is right now? Just curious. Do, do you even know? Kyle Corver or J.J. Yeah, Reddick? Kyle Corver. He's Kyle probably Corver. in his 40s, right? He's about like, 40. Yeah, you're talking. So, are you really telling me that someone that has pres- preserved himself till the four till the forties and literally carved out a solid NBA career when he was dr- when he was traded for? Yeah, like when he was traded for. I didn't say he was a bust. I just said you just said he's not that good. Player. Yeah, you can be not if you aren't worth anything. So, so you're not a bust. I, I, you're just I'm not just that good. I, I appreciate curious. his career. Like I, he. So is a better I'm, basketball I'm player than me. I'm just curious right now. Sir, I am just very curious. About All right, that. fill me in. What defines a good career to you? What defines a good career? Longevity, for sure, which, like I said, I'll give him that. But I would also say versatility. And I don't think he has it. I think his game is just like, yes, not, congratulations, not what, I pull up on the corner. It's, and it's, yeah, yeah, but that's... What accomplishment. What is what has he done? You're, like, you're really going to pull that card. What has he done? Uh, so there are some parts of this... He was, a, he, was a, he was an eighth man on a couple of final teams. Cool, yeah. like, you didn't do anything. Okay, um, he was... The, you just take the team there. He, he, he was the third man in a on a like the 2010s in a very 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 good Atlanta Hawks team. All right, and guess what? He if that's your third man, who Bosch was a third man. Would you rather have Kyle Korver or Chris Bosch? Depending on the situation, Matthew, you're not looking at this from a basketball standpoint, have you? You're not looking at this from a basketball standpoint. You're literally just looking at this from like a fan standpoint. You have to look at it from like a basketball. Like I'm looking at it from an ability standpoint. You have you have 450 players in the NBA. That is 15 players distributed on on uh, 
15 players distributed on 30 teams. Not every single one of those guys has to be a full, versatile player that does everything and anything. Like, you have to realize that they also have to, like, everyone has a role. Kyle Corbin. I agree. And he's a fantastic role player. All I'm going to say is... That doesn't make him a good player. All I'm going to say is, you cannot make it almost 20 years in the NBA without being a good player. I agree. I, I do agree with that. I, a role I'm player, not a role saying player, he's a role not player can a be good a good player. player. A, role, a role player can be a good player. I'm not saying that he's not a good player. You literally I'm, just said that. Yeah, you're right. I did. Absolutely. I will agree with that. That's exactly what I just said. But he's not a player. Ty won't remember Kyle Korver. Ty yeah, won't well, remember J.J. Redick. Well, do you remember Kenny Smith? Who? Is Kyle is I I know Blaith I know is Kyle Korver gonna after Kyle Korver retired do you think we'll ever hear from him ever again probably doing what doing whatever retired basketball players do sitting in his yard pulling up in the nursing home from three hoping someone will still sign him what what else does Kyle Korver do no like he can broadcast he can be an analyst. He can coach. Bro, he might look like Ashton Kutcher, but I don't think he has the on-camera ability. He actually he actually does. I can send you quite a few ads where he ads and cameos he did where he's really funny. Oh, there's a difference between being successful in an advertisement where people where there's people directing you versus being a good commentator and analyst. He has no personality. No. Kyle Corver no, I refuse to accept this. Kyle Corver is not. Have you even have you have you ever watched an interview with him? Of you course. Really? Yeah, when he was doing his promotional stuff for the Butterfly Effect. Oh <laughs> You're being such a hater today. Okay, wait, 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 wait. The Twitter machine is going. The Twitter machine is going. Kyle Corver is still overrated. Matthew, you will not like this. I actually Kyle Corver got. I actually do not even want to read what I just read. Kyle Corver has been pronounced Hall of Fame ineligible because he wasn't going to make it anyways. And your piece, Alan. Okay, Andrew Woj, whatever the fuck is, however you pronounce it. Woj Worcestershire sauce. Pacers guard Victor Oladipo will set out the NBA's resume season to focus on rehab. You're lying. I swear. You're lying. I swear to God. Hey. It's also it's also on Sports Center. No, it's not. ESPN. No, it's not. Scott Agnes again. I don't believe you. Jason Nick. Whatever. <laughs> Bro, association on Fox. We are talking about rehabbing. Shut up. He, he is. Shut up. I don't believe. He is. Oh, son of a bitch. Uh, oh well. What you gonna do? Oh. So, do you not care? Bro, about him? we were gonna. We were winning the finals this year. Really now. Bro, a hundred percent, we were winning okay, the finals. So, so we were at you, least making the Eastern Conference Finals with the Bucks because there's nobody in the East. That can, 
so yeah, there's not a team in Philly, right? Bro, fit, Leif, don't even get me started on Philadelphia. Please, oh. please, please get started. <laughs> We've talked about this so many times. That Philadelphia is... If Philadelphia ever makes it to the second round, they should have parties in the streets because that's the best that they can ever Bro, bro, you guys are not ben even... Ben Simmons is bro, 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 garbage. Joel and beats a hack. Bro, you guys are not even better than... They me. drafted Markel Fultz. Bro, you no. guys are not even better than... Bro, they had to tank their entire season to draft Markel Fultz, who forgot how to shoot the second he got in their organization. Sixers um, fans, come at me. I don't care. Okay, Hit me in the comments. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm going to come at you right now. Um, and all I'm going to say is you have to look at it from a basketball perspective again. That's fine. Um, My basketball Markel, Markel they paid Al Horford next month. Markel Fultz was the best college player in the nation at the moment. He was definitely, definitely, de- definitely. No, he was not. He would. Markel Fultz averaged twenty-eight points per game in college. And what did that matter? He was playing in a very good program. Would you, what would you take Lamelo first overall this year, just because he has the best stats coming into the draft? No, but he actually also had tremendous upside. Markel Clearly, had he tremendous upside. No, I listen. No, man, I so, want to see Markel be successful. So but you can't come into that this, telling this is, me this. This is genuine. This is this is stuff that genuinely happened. He actually had a very, very, very bad shoulder injury, and he, like, he was genuinely like struggling to shoot. I dislocated my shoulder once in high, my senior year in high school. I remember how hard it was to shoot after. Like he just physically couldn't move. He had to move his arm like that. Like it wasn't even a matter of choice. Listen, what what I I don't want this to come across the wrong way, because nobody wants to see Markel Fultz be more successful than me. But that doesn't mean he wasn't a bad pick for Philadelphia. Damn, left him speechless. Yeah, I just you know like I actually think he's doing pretty well in Orlando right now. I'd love to see him be successful in Orlando. I think him and Aaron Gordon could be a fantastic duo. Doesn't mean he wasn't a bad pick for Philly. I am. It was not a bad pick for Philly. You're going to make the. This is worse than your Kelly Oubre hot take. You're going to make the claim that Markel Fultz was not a bad pick for Philadelphia. Yeah, he was not a bad pick for Philadelphia. You. What is happening? This is not like I I want to trade. Trade me to a different podcast. It's your podcast. I, trade, you can have it. I don't want it. <laughs> name it like, your Mark, name it is, your Kyle Corver, Markel Fultz, JJ Reddick fan club. Look, this is not this and is not Eric Bledsoe on as a guest. Sh- sh- shut up. Let me talk. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, this is not a Greg Oden, uh, Kevin Durant type This is not a Greg Oden, Kevin Durant. Like, it's not even that because. Right now in that draft, like no one has emerged to be like that. You know, like Jason Tatum still has a lot of work to do. Late, if Philly drafted Jason Tatum, Philly would have won the finals right now. No, no. Where would he fit? Philly would be in the finals right now. 100%. Where does he fit? What are you talking about? Where Him net playing with the two. What do you mean? Really? Absolutely. Have you ever heard of Gigantor Ball? You can't 
play Jason Tatum the two. Jason Tatum is playing the three, three, four. Mostly okay. the stretch four. You're not going to play him at the two. You, you, you absolutely play Jason Tatum at the shooting guard, but not not and he, but he would not be as great as he is right now. That's fun, but but do you understand the versatility, bro? We're talking about the fact that he could play three different positions. Yeah, by the way, which Kyle Korver couldn't do, but we don't talk about that. Um, bro, come on, they are at least in winning the ECF a hundred percent with with Jason Tatum. Okay, and so, what so, did Mark so, so 2014. So I'm sorry, 2013. Are we really right now talking about like, are we going to diss Cleveland for taking Anthony Bennett over Giannis? But see, that's the point. Giannis didn't have anything to make him seem like the pick. If you look at Giannis's stats, Jason Tatum I mean, didn't either. But the, but Jason Tatum, just looking at the way he played the game, dude, just looking at his. The, the his build he's the perfect Paul George build and we've made this talk before that I think Paul George is the he's best all around basketball player in the NBA Paul George can play from power forward so all the LeBron. way to shooting guard second to LeBron but Paul George has a better game than LeBron Paul George <laughs> plays defense I will hang up right now Paul George plays defense I will hang up right now Paul George plays defense be real I'm gonna hang up that's do what you want to Paul George plays defense LeBron doesn't I said all around game. What is one weakness in Paul George's game? I can give you weaknesses in LeBron's game. Give me one in Paul George's game. He's not consistent anymore. That's not a weakness in his game. Huh? Just because he has a bad game doesn't mean that he isn't still top tier in all of those skills. So, okay. Just with that logic. With that logic, there was a player, um, Brandon, Brandon Jennings. Right, um, I, I think was it Brandon sure. Jennings. His ten, his first ten games, he had a game with fifty five points as a rookie. For sure. Some might argue that he has a fantastic game. Who who else can hit fifty five points? Why isn't he an all star? Why isn't he? Why isn't he still relevant? He hit 55 points as a rookie. Because he didn't keep that up consistently, but Paul George has been doing that since 2010 late. You have to be consistent to be great. He's, In my opinion, he's the second greatest player in the NBA. Second best player in the NBA right now. Other than LeBron, because nobody can do what LeBron does. Period. That's just... Be considered the greatest player of all time while not playing defense? Yeah, you're right. Nobody else Um, can do that. You're right. A hundred percent. Yeah, you do know that he actually did used to be, like, a first-team All-NBA. Used to, late. I agree, used to, but he's not anymore. That's not his game anymore. Uh, you're really turning into real Skip Bayless. So, hold on. Are you telling me, if we're talking playoff projections 2020, if that's where we're on now, you're telling me you take the Lakers for the finals? No. The Bucks. Um, sure. Who who is your pick? I was gonna say Denver, but Jokic has COVID. Okay, so so Denver's off the board now. Hill. Yeah, I, you, I took, love you Denver. said Denver. I love Denver so much. You think Jamal Murray and Gary Harris? Look, all I'm gonna say is, have you seen Jamal Murray's girlfriend? Uh, ten out of ten, but that doesn't make that doesn't mean they're winning the finals. Ten out of ten. Yes, 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 it does. You know what? I I will give you this. If this was a non-COVID year, 
having to play in Denver, I would give them. I, I would give Denver a solid shot. But they don't have Denver air anymore. They don't have home field, home court anymore. That's not gonna. I, I just don't see it. I was gonna say Denver. That's why I'm not saying Denver anymore. It's actually really tough because I really think that right now it's anything goes like this is, and this is just gonna put an asterisk on. It's definitely gonna put an asterisk on it. Like Houston, don't get me wrong. Houston is definitely not gonna win crap. No, Houston's not that. We we knew that pairing wasn't gonna work. That pairing hasn't worked. Like, hear me out. Don't don't forget Portland. Listen, man. Please, like, like keep. Dame's got that two K cover luck. Keep Portland. I think Dame is like definitely up next now. And uh, by the way, if the two K curse is real. Um, he's almost like the two K curse is different than Madden curse because like it's not an injury or whatever. It's they always like change teams the next year. Right. But where would you like, like to see Lillard go? I don't know. That's that's who, tough. Who do you think? What NBA star do you think you could pair Lillard with to be the most you, successful? You, you can't. He's just. I don't know. Like I. Like for for me personally, like I, it would just tickle every but small basketball fan fanboy in me to see like a Portland Miami finals. Really, it would just make me so happy. What do you see in Miami? Ben Adebayo is definitely next up. He is a fantastic basketball player that everyone everyone forgot about. Uh, but, are you ready for another Skip Bayless take? Please no. Bam Adebayo is the reverse Paul George. Bam Adebayo is not great at anything. Really, no. Bam Adebayo is good at everything. Bam Adebayo is like a B plus in Bio most like things. In second year. It's fine. But I'm just saying you can't you can't right now be like yes, Bam Adebayo is the secret weapon to a Heat's t- a Heat title run. I'm I'm not saying that. No, I'm just saying he's definitely going to be a good contributing factor. Okay. What, Jimmy so, Butler is going to lead them to the promised Jimmy, land? Jimmy has been on steroids. Like, Jimmy is... Probably literally, but... J- Jimmy, yeah, in Miami, like, there's a whole thing down there. I'll, I'll tell you about that later. But, um... Oh, do you know a guy? Give me his number. I I genuinely know people down there, but, like, that do steroids. Like, it's they can not, sell me steroids? Nice. Like, yeah, it's, it's not good down there. Um, you know, anywho... Jimmy's like just different, man. Jimmy's happy, and when Jimmy's happy, he plays good. Like, remember, we've never seen a content Jimmy. So when you have, look, when you have Jimmy, when you have Bam, when you have all the young kids, when you have Kendrick Nunn, when you have uh, what's his face, uh, Tyler Hero, yeah, Tyler Hero, and uh, Derek Jones Jr. Derek, yeah, but I'm, I'm I'm trying to think of that kid's name. Duncan, I Robinson. was just naming. Oh, okay, Duncan, got it. Yeah, Duncan Robinson. He he's he's nice with it. Um, yeah, Duncan Robinson, and don't forget Andre Iguodala, who still got it. Shut up! Iguodala was washed before he got to the Grizzlies. I feel like he can still contribute. As a ninth man, maybe, sure. Off the bench, he's definitely that push they need. The second unit is definitely strong. Sure. I just really think that Miami, because Miami was like killing it in the regular season. Miami was like the four or five seed. That's killing it. If that's to... if that's killing it, then sure. Who do Miami. they have? 
You yeah. just spent ten minutes talking about how great their roster is. Yeah, because they're all, but they're all rookies. Like all, like comparatively, like that's like you can look at the Pelicans. The same sure, I, you know what? I but, agree. Like, I, I the Heat in three years could be super dangerous, yes. but right now, this like, year, yes, a Heat, am, a Heat Trailblazers finals this year. You also have to add to account the fact that um, Florida. Basketball gyms were actually one of the first ones to be allowed to open. Okay. So they all actually got about a month extra of training. That's fine. So, like, that's definitely an advantage. Like, because right now, nobody's in shape. Listen, bro, I agree. They need an advantage. And being a speck speck in shape, especially in the NBA. Because, look, in the NBA, everyone can play basketball. Period. Let me ask you this. In your dream Miami-Portland finals, how do you see it playing out? Now, is Portland-Miami your actual finals prediction, or is that just, like, fan service? I'd like to see it. This is I would love to see it, but okay. I don't discount it. Okay. Who do you see playing out in that? Because I, I, I have a pretty strong... I see, I see, I see, I see it go to game seven and I, and, and I see Dame winning it for him. I also think, yeah, I agree. I think Portland would take that series. Well, obviously, based in, on in, Miami in, for 20 minutes. In, in, in seven, in seven, you know, on a, on a Dame buzzer beater. Just wet like water. Huh? I said just wet like water. Like, like, honestly, it's just, I really don't think Dame will ever, like, if Dame doesn't like win a game seven championship, I don't think he's going to win a ring. Like I feel yeah. like that is the most. You don't think Dame, Dame couldn't sweep? Dame would have to take it to seven. Dame has to take it to seven, and Dame like he just has to like hit that last shot. I'd like to see it, man. I'd love to see it. Like I would, you know, we live in Florida, but I am all I'm going to be all for Portland. So, so Portland, Portland's your fan team. Who is your likely team? <sighs> I'm never going to sleep on the Lakers ever, just because they have. Just because LeBron just doesn't LeBron. know how to not be LeBron doesn't doesn't know how to not be in the finals. Plus, I feel like the Kobe storyline would be good. Like I would be okay exactly, with that. exactly. Like, like this is the only time I would be okay with the Lakers winning a ring, but this year I would be okay with it. Like you know, we just look at a situation where we look at LeBron. LeBron is so good at making the finals that like when he doesn't make the finals, he's not in the playoffs. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Like. LeBron doesn't doesn't know how to not make the finals. Yeah, so um, like I was saying, man, you know, like the Lakers. If I was a betting man, the Lakers would definitely. I'm never gonna discount the Lakers. Yeah, save money. Whole, yeah, with the whole, you know, with the whole LeBron not knowing how to miss the finals. That's yeah. a good point. I mean, I, I it, it would be really hard to pick against that team this year. I mean, it, it does sort of with AD and Kobe. It's a Kobe situation. Okay. I could see that happening. Just got JR too. Yeah, man, that'll be fun to watch. J- JR, I, 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 love, I love watching JR Smith play I, basketball. I you JR. never know what's going to happen, bro. When JR Smith hops <laughs> on the court, look, anything can happen, my guy. <laughs> anything is possible. You, you can, so, so let me ask you this then. What's so that? we have the Trailblazers as your like, fan rooting for Dark Horse yes. team. We have the Lakers as your bet money team. What is your like. Of course, this is 2020 worst-case scenario playing out for the way that it happens. The Pelicans. My boy. So, 
you know, I, I would like to formally apologize to Mr. Zion Williamson. And not really, you know what? No, I, I retract my apology. Thank you for listening to me. My goodness. That man, like, I always said that he's a great basketball player. I love his game. He's just fat. He was closer to he's 300 pounds. Just a fat dude. He was closer to 300 pounds. And there's no way he could have stayed healthy. Like, how good can he be on the sideline? For sure. So I hey, it looks good know, in suits. And <laughs> true. And uh, you know, it's just I've read somewhere that he's actually lost from between twenty and thirty pounds. And when I saw that picture I could tell. Skinny's not that scary. Like he looked good. And you know, like who knows, maybe like twenty pounds down is like twenty times better when it comes to Zion. Okay. So, you know, like, we never know. This man might go and, like, you know, average 45 points a game. Zion, dunk! Zion, smash! Zion, rebound! Arr! I got it, fuck out of here! I feel like that's kind of implied with Zion. Like, he doesn't have to say it. Yeah, you, you sort of just get out of the way. <laughs> like, God knows I would... Like, that man is my height, but, like, twice my size. So, like, I would, I would get out of the way. I would clamp him up. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Thanks. Um, yeah, so that that would be, like, my, of course, this is 2020. Makes sense, but right? My team, is, but my team to watch, or, like, my, my actually matchup to watch is going to be the Grizzlies and, like, you know, the Grizzlies and the Pelicans because I, I feel like John Moran kind of, like, is trying to make a case for Rookie of the Year. So I think that, I think John Morant's already won Rookie of the Year, but I think that's actually a super interesting because what you said earlier about Kelly I thought he true until 2K gave Zion the cover. I'm like, uh... I mean, I could see it, but I I wouldn't be happy with it. But what you said earlier about Zach Levine and Kelly Oubre, that's how I feel about the Grizzlies. I feel like watching the Grizzlies now, in two years, bro, the Grizzlies are going to be like the top team in the NBA. Like I think that they've come so far since their Mike Conley, Zebo grind them down, best defense in the league type days. That you're like really not, you're really not going to give props to my boy Mark. I mean, that's not who comes to Whoa. mind immediately. Really? I mean, we've talked about this before too. Hey, at least it's better than Kevin Love. <laughs> Max, always. I feel. I feel like for. Um... You know, for reasons like, you know, hey, Kevin Love, if you're listening know. to this podcast, don't. We, yeah, <laughs> don't. <laughs> just stop. Like this is a you made it this far into one episode. Just stop. It's over. <laughs> like, I don't want you. Like we were very disrespectful to you. In Jackie um, DMs, homie. In, in 2017, we were very disrespectful after um, you Jackie did not Dan, perform yeah. well in a game of 2K. <laughs> Out here making more money than I've ever seen in my life. Shut up. Get out of here. I don't like you. Bye. It's a good thing the Cavs ain't in the playoffs. That'd be my 2020. Fuck you, Kevin Love. Stop okay, my so, ass pain. Wow. Okay. Wow. You're going to bleep that. Like my beep. Yeah, because I, you know, I heard it and I just, I don't want to imagine it. Uh, okay, got it. Okay, so. I can draw you a picture if you want me to. Please don't. Okay, so uh, so you know now it it's your turn, and then we're gonna have to ask our challenge question for tonight. You're in our challenge section coming up. I'm excited about this. You're not. All ready. right. Okay, for sure, sure we will. So 
I think as far as a team I'm rooting for, obviously I just spoke how I feel about Memphis, but I don't necessarily think Memphis has an actual title run in for them. Uh, I really loved the way the Kings played out the last little bit before the season got. I mean, the Kings were like seven and three over the like. I would love to see a Kings run. I also don't see it happening anytime in the future. But I think Marvin Bagley's dope, and we might see it here soon. Uh, Portland was a good pick. Phoenix, I don't think will do much. I think my it'll be hard for me not to root for Dallas. Luca's hard not to like. And it just, I'd love to see Kristaps get a ring. Like that's that seems like a fun I'm, team. To I'm make. with that. I, I, I would definitely, that. I could definitely see myself rooting for Dallas as it rolls around. For my actual likely pick, it's hard, hard, hard to go against Giannis after the way he's looked this year. Like Giannis is, we said last year that Giannis really. Last year's MVP season was a down season for him, and it more so felt like he got the MVP because it was his time. I think that pissed him off. This season, he's playing like he's an I MVP. Agree. It would be hard for me to put money against Giannis in the Bucks this year. And I've already mentioned that I think the rest of that team's garbage, but I just the way he he's just playing out of his mind right now. So it'd be hard I for agree. me to pick against him. Uh. Of course, it's 2020 worst-case scenario. I don't want to see Sixers fans happy ever. Like, just the thought of a Sixers fan cheering makes me sick to my stomach. So, if Philly ended up working on a ring, I would be pretty upset about that. Um, I don't like Chris Paul, so I'd be kind of annoyed if he got Whoa. in OKC. But I Why? do like Billy Donovan, so it would kind of even out. Why do you not like Chris Paul? You know, I don't really know. I don't like the State Farm commercials. Like, as a player, it's good. My rings, my rings. But his oh, commercials rings. annoy me, and I'm just sort of like... No, woman, you don't, you, woman, you don't got no rings. Like, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, James Harden, all are so funny in those commercials. But Chris Paul's just sort of like... Could you not, like... Just... Could you stop? Maybe? Uh, so, I don't know, OKC and the Sixers would probably be pretty worst case. I would say Philly's probably worst case scenario for me. Okay, okay. I, I, I hear you. So, I'd like uh, to see if, if in an alternate timeline where John Wall is playing with the Wizards, Wizards would be my dark horse team, but I don't think Bradley Beal is quite ready to carry a team like Washington all the way to the not, finals. Not just yet. Not just yet. Okay, so now for our last part of the Set show. of the day. Are you ready for the challenge? So, for uh, tonight's challenge... The challenge! Yeah, for tonight's challenge, the premise is, in my opinion, the ch- like, loser has to go DM their celebrity crush with the cheesiest pickup line ever. I'm looking at you, Emma Watson. Mwah. You know, hey, I got my go, really. Let me wave my wand for you, big mommy. Oh, my God. Ha, 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 ha. Oh my god. Okay, so for my question. I'm it's going god, to... Levio, so my god, you're gorgeous. Please stop talking. <laughs> okay, okay, Ben. Can you please stop talking? <laughs> okay, alright, alright. Like. Expel, oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. <sighs> I'm done. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, you, 
Like, just delete this. Like, you know, that's it. That's just, it. Go, 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 go. Yeah. Wait, wait. No, no. Um, like, you know, just, just make sure, like, you, you, you like, you're not in her, and you're like, shoot us, delete us. <laughs> there it is. All right, all right, all right. So hold on. You're, you're messaging Rihanna. What are you gonna say? Um, I'm, I'm gonna text her something in Arabic. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. she probably think that's hot. Yeah. If she takes hey, time to put it into Google Translate, you've already made it one step. Hey, all I'm going to say is, you know, just, I'm shooting to win. <laughs> well, I want to, right. All right. I'm shooting to win. I'm shooting to so, win. So, okay. I have a question so, for him. He has a question for me. If I get it right, I don't have to do it. If he gets it right, he doesn't have to do it. If we both get it wrong, we both have to do it. Like, hit me with your question. Okay, so, um, I'm going to give you... The names of five. I'm gonna give you the names of four NBA players. Okay. Um, and some of these players have been all stars, and some of them have not been all all stars. Okay. All right. One of these players. I'm sorry. Yeah, one of those four players was an all star. So one out of these four was an all star at some point in their career. Yes. Okay. So I'm at, okay. Uh, pause because I'm actually looking up the list to make sure. Okay. So one of these players was an all star. I'm gonna name five. You know what? I'm gonna make it a little easier for you. I'm gonna name five players, and one of them is an all star. All right. To- Tony Kukoc. Okay. The bonus. Ooh, I don't know. Okay. Mar Odom. Um, I'm trying hey, to make a good one for you. You don't even have the you don't even have the name people picked out yet. No, I'm just, I just I'm thinking. Okay, okay. Mike Bibby. Okay. And, um, Josh Howard. Who, by the way, I actually met in person, recruited me to play at this very small, disgusting school in North Carolina. Did you? Huh? Did you? I did. So, yeah? Yeah. So, out of those players, you have, like we discussed, Josh Howard, Arvita Sabonis. Um, Yeah, we said Arvita Sabonis. We said Mike Bibby. Tony Kukoc. And um, one more. Who else did I say? Uh, oh, Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom. Who was the dude that recruited you to the weird school? Um, Josh Howard. Josh Howard. So I don't know that name at all. You really don't? He was part, so, but, of, the, he, he was part of the first... Um, he, uh, he was part of that um, first uh, Dallas championship team. Okay, cool. He was I got that. a good part. Hmm, now was that a hint as to the fact that he might have been an all-star late? So let me think. Because I know so Bibby every, every, every player, Every player I named was really good. They're all really good. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. So I don't, I, I'm pretty sure Bibby wasn't an all-star. Uh, Sabonis probably would have been if he had played longer. He's so great. He was a great player, man. Great player. I feel like it's a shame we oh, lost so much of his career. Oh, uh, NBA at 34. Crazy. 7'3", 300 pounds. Kukoc is a tough one. 
Because I, you would think that, yeah, absolutely, he would have been. But I feel like at the same time, he would be wouldn't surprise me to, to see him on like one of those watch mojo like top ten NBA players that never made an All Star game. Okay. Shout uh, out Watch Mojo. Shout out Watch Mojo. Uh, Lamar Odom. I feel like a lot of people forget how good Lamar Odom was. That's first move as the general manager of the New York Knicks <laughs> was to sign Lamar Odom. But I, I don't think I don't think he. I I'm gonna have to take the hint that you gave me of yeah he was a real big part of those uh, Maverick teams and say Josh wait, wait no, no but before you before you do that like you telling me Tony Kukoc wasn't a bit have you not seen the Last Dance Kukoc was a huge part but I feel like I feel like he's one of those like big snubs. That what about Lamar? Lamar's another one, man. But I feel like he's one of those people, like I said about <clears throat> Kyle Korver, who the world will just kind of forget over time. That like no one, no one's gonna forget Lamar Odom. We'll see. Yeah, I think I'm gonna stick with my Josh Howard guess. You're actually correct. Yeah. So my yeah. thought process on that was you named everyone else that was super good. And I, to make me think that they were all probably all stars. Yeah, he he was an all star in uh, when they had it in Vegas, I think in '09. Jesus, what a he deep cut! About, he, he still talks about it to this day. Well, hey, Josh Howard, if you're out there in your weird Carolina school, um, give it's us a shout, Piedmont. my guy. It's called Piedmont International University. Ooh, name drop. Yeah, very small. You. Yeah. PIU, I'm not even kidding. Like that's that's literally like the abbreviation. On the jerseys, it says PIU. All right, so now I have my question for you. So you're really the only one that stands to have anything to lose at this point. You know what? You know what? How about this? I'm just going to throw a little of blame. If both of us get it right, we both have to do it. I'm with it. I'm just going to be Rihanna regardless. Okay. Rihanna, you are so bad. Hey, hit my guy up. He's basically a better Joel Embiid. Hey, they both came from the, from somewhere overseas. All right. So mine's okay. going to be a little more recent than this. Okay. Two out of the four players that I'm going to name contracted COVID-19. Oh, that's easy. Okay. There was only like... Uh, I think final count they had somewhere in like close to thirty or forty, but that's easy. That, that's easy. You should be able to get this. I don't want to make it too hard for you because this is our first one. But if you only get one, I will allow you to try and guess what team that player is on. And if you get that right, I'll say you still got it. Deal. Sure. All right. So you got Dante Exum. Uh huh. Caleb Martin. Okay. Jabari Parker. Uh huh. Or Alex Len. Um. Okay. Repeat the list one more time. Okay. Dante Exum. Yeah. Jabari Parker. Alex Len. And Caleb Martin. Ooh. 
I, I didn't just hit you with KD, bro. That's I was going to be like Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Um, Deep cuts. I know for a fact Dante Exum caught it. No, 100% for a fact. Yeah, Dante Exum caught it, sure. And who else? Alex Len, Jabari Parker, yeah. and Caleb Martin. Just because I have no idea who Caleb Martin is, I'm just going to say he did as well. <laughs> All right, Lathy, you ready? You want to drum roll it? Yeah. <clears throat> you went 0 for 2. <laughs> really? Alex Lennon and Jabari Parker. Who all were who as well with Buddy Healed all caught it on the Kings. Ooh. He said that was gonna be easy. Hey, Rihanna hit Ooh. my boy in the field. <laughs> and by the way, Caleb Martin is a guard on the Hornets. My guy talking about a hundred percent Dante Exum got it. <laughs> Dante Exum didn't get it. Dante Exum he didn't? No. That's like the one the one bad thing that he didn't get in his NBA career so far. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean you're right. But like like bro, my man my man tore an ACL and MCL and ankle. Are we talking about Dante Exum or Jabari Parker at this point, right? Both of them. <laughs> right. Probably Alex Len too, right? Both my boys. Yo, remember Alex Len in his days at Phoenix? Bro, Alex Len was a baller. Sure. Um, funny story about Alex Len that um, you, that's not going to interest you. <laughs> not ironic, I would take Alex Len over Kyle Corver. He's okay. Wow. Okay, so Alex Len is one of those really quirky players. Okay, uh, define so, quirky. That is so superstitious. That is so superstitious that he refuses to play, or for the longest time, he actually refused to play any shoe that was not a, an orange or purple 2013 Nike Hyperdunk. For nothing. For just no reason. And he has this thing where um, one of his feet is a 16 and the other one's a 17. Jesus. Yeah. See, so, you know, actually, I just thought of one last thing I want to tack on here before we get out that I just thought yeah. about. What is an NBA f- memory that you have from like when you first started early watching basketball to give like time frame for how long you've been a basketball fan? So, like um, for me, I remember well, when the Morris twins were on the Suns and they both took pay cuts to play together, and the Suns shipped one of them out, like. To the Pistons, are, I think. Are, so, contrary to popular belief, I started playing basketball later in life. I started playing uh, late seventh grade. Actually, seventh grade, I got cut from my middle school basketball team. All right, MJ, I like it. Yeah. And um, so I started playing, like, for real in the eighth grade. Okay. And I didn't start watching NBA until, like, ninth or tenth. So, uh, one of my first memories was um, when, uh, what's his face? One of my first memories was when Derrick Rose got hurt. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. That's a tough one to have. You know, one of my most vivid basketball memories is you and I sitting in the UNF 
cafeteria area watching da- watching Gordon Hayward's leg explode. Was it cafeteria or was it the hall lobby? Well, I know we started that game in the cafeteria. I don't remember if yeah, we saw yeah, it in the hall yeah. lobby or the... Uh, I want to say we sprinted from the cafeteria to the hall lobby, hall lobby and the guys were there. Like the boys were just there. That, that was my version of the seeing the Kevin Ware injury live. Like, that's the one I saw him go down and I saw his leg go the other way. Gross. Well, that noise is a perfect ending sound. So, with that, I'm your host, Matthew Saban. And I'm your favorite Arab, Lady Zaloom. And in the wise words of my friend, Lady. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Yes, sir. Deuces. Yo, uh, listen. Listen. That recording real quick.